Pentecost. Today is the day of Pentecost. And uh, Pentecost Sunday is a, is a day in which the church remembers its birth, its beginnings, uh, as well as the coming of the Holy Spirit. In uh, Jewish um, ritual, the uh, Feast of Pentecost was a, a festival of free will offering in which the uh, people of Israel in their family groupings would uh, come together and they would bring an offering to God uh, based on how they've been blessed during the year. And it was a reminder to them, as all the feasts were, that they'd come out of slavery and the Lord had delivered them into a new life. And uh, so today, it's a good thing I think we can re uh, remember as well is that we've come out of an, uh, a life that was uh, without Christ, without God in death, and we've been brought into a, a new life in Christ, in life. The um, thing about the, uh, uh, the Pentecost story in, in the New Testament is also that it uh, links in with the Mosaic story. Uh, Moses in the burning bush, uh, receiving the law, we see fire in that story. And uh, whereas Moses brought a law that ultimately for the Jews brought death because it showed them how far short of God's nature and ways and glory they were living in. And, uh, but we, we had the law of the Spirit here, which is the law of the Spirit of life in Christ, as it says in Romans 8, that has made us free from the law of sin and death. So we see a beautiful picture here of, of the new law in which God comes into us. Because uh, whereas in the old story, God seemed to dwell in temples. Uh, but here we find that no longer is God dwelling in a, in a building, but that, except that that building becomes you and I. It becomes all those who follow him, who are disciples of Christ. So we become the temple and we see on the day of Pentecost how fire comes on each of them or all of them that, who were gathered together. So there's some great symbolism here, as well as the, uh, the river theme in which God by his spirit uh, flows or floods into um, the life of those who follow so that we are called to live and be immersed in this amazing river of God. Prior to uh, the day of Pentecost, Jesus had uh, been with them after his resurrection and uh, he instructed his followers to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you heard from me for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. And uh, when they wanted to know a bit more about that and when it's going to happen and how it's going to happen. How would this Holy Spirit come? Jesus said, you will receive power when he comes upon you, the Holy Spirit, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And so that um, we, we see Jesus saying what it's all about. It's not you don't have to know when it's going to happen or when the end's going to come uh, or when the the news going to come because our part is to receive the Holy Spirit. And we find that in Acts uh, 
2, it says, And suddenly, on the day of Pentecost, and suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And for those around, uh, this was not, uh, obviously it was in a house uh, inside. And yet, very soon, it seems like the whole city had come to them. And there were people from every uh, language group and had come from nations around who were living in Jerusalem that were hearing these uh, uneducated, uh, marginalised group of Jesus followers uh, articulating, proclaiming the greatness of God in languages that they'd never learned, uh, but languages that which uh, people from around the world were able to, uh, to recognise that God was saying something. And so this... Uh, uh, river comes as a river of fire. Um, Pentecost is about a baptism, this baptism in the Spirit. And it comes as a fiery outpouring from the Father and the Son to unite and complete us in the family and the kingdom of God. We see that this in, the, in, the, in this uh, journey of uh, uh, Purgit, Purgativa, uh, Illumination, and now Unitiva, this, this way of, of unity, uh, it's activated in the person of the Holy Spirit. So we find with this river of life, God's Spirit, we are united together uh, supernaturally by the power of God's Spirit with God in His purposes. And so we see it's something in which all time is and all those who've been uh, in history are looking on uh, those of faith and are seeing that this is what they've been waiting for. And in fact, that's what Peter began to tell people to try and explain uh, this story. In the last days, uh, in the book of Joel, it says, I will pour my spirit on all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young man shall see vision. So it's male and female, young and old. Um, and I'll pour my spirit and they will prophesy and, and I will show wonders in the heavens above and so on. These various signs until uh, the great and mag magnificent day that will come. And it says everyone who calls on the name of the Lord, on the name of Jesus, will be saved. Great news. This, this uh, coming, this uh, 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 wind uh, of the Holy Spirit is, is something that actually has happened time and time again. It wasn't just on the day of Pentecost. It, it's been happening throughout history. Um, and I know in my own life, uh, I was baptised in 1975 and uh, I know for me it was a dramatic uh, event in my life because as I came out of the waters of baptism, indicating I was following uh, the Lord and I wanted to serve him and follow him. And uh, the Holy Spirit came upon me as I was being prayed for, came out of the baptism tank at, at the church and, and the Holy Spirit came upon me and I began to 
speak boldly in languages I'd never learned. It just came out like a fire hose out of, out of my very being and, and I realized I could have gone on and on and on and on, but there were other people to be baptized. So uh, there was a, I had to stop. And, uh, but that began a, a prayer language for me uh, that I've, I've continued uh, all my, all my uh, Christian life. And uh, it's, it's just so exciting. And I remember uh, speaking in tongues with my family and it freaked them out. But <laughs> the thing about it, it was a sign that God was at work in, in my life. And I was able to explain why. The, um, the Holy Spirit came as a rushing mighty wind. It was violent, it was dram dramatic. And, and so it's not a, a, a passive soaking or a gentle stream this um, uh, this mighty wind it was a um, it was like a jumbo jet and that's exactly what happened to a, a bunch of Eskimos actually in, in 96 in a uh, in Pervintuk uh, in the uh, frozen Arctic tundra in a very degraded community uh, in uh, northern Canada where they Unfortunately, uh, and it's, it's, uh, there's been many communities like it in the, that cold area, um, 20 times Canada's suicide rate, uh, rampant with sexual abuse, uh, drug use and overdosing. Um, domestic violence was just commonplace daily and suicide, uh, this terrible blight of suicide. And, and so the Holy Spirit, as people as there were Christians there that were seeking God, uh, the Holy Spirit came and comes into this Inuit Eskimo community. And, and as they were praying in the church, and this was recorded, and so it's, you can listen to this, there's a video of this, uh, of, 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 of the, this recording. And uh, literally the building shook, the church building shook, and they don't have any jets going over the, there's no planes that go over that area. And yet they were just wondering where the sound was coming from. At first they thought it was the, the sound system. And so they just turned it off. Uh, but it, the sound continued. And uh, so it was, uh, I just think of in, in, in Australia, we've got our firestorms, our firestorms, and they sound like this. We've heard about it just recently, earlier this year, how people talking about the sound, this roaring of the firestorm. This is what they're describing here on the day of Pentecost happened to them. And uh, in this Eskimo community, it transformed the community and it became a safe and a wonderful place. And in the video, you'll see how much it's changed the lives there. But this is a story that's happened in Australia at the beginning of last century, um, 1904. There was a, a, a man from Wales, he came from the Welsh Revival. He was talking with indigenous Australians there up in Innisfail. And they sat down and they had lunch together and talked. And, uh, and through that story, the, the, the indigenous Australians uh, were powerfully filled with the Holy Spirit. And so this amazing community, which broke down the racial divide, the educational divide, all the the, the divides that society tends to impose upon itself, uh, there was a bunch of Pentecostals, uh, people filled with the Spirit, lives changed, changing the world, changing Australia way back then. It also happened 
uh, it, with Sarah Lancaster and uh, Florian Mortimer, these young ladies at the beginning of last century who were filled with the Spirit in their little house meetings. And they, it just grew so much that they began to buy halls and have meetings. They were feeding the poor. They were ministering, healing. They were moving in the power of the Spirit. And, uh, and women were starting churches and, and men together, they were working together in a way that we'd never seen in, the Australia, in Australia's history. And, uh, and so that's the history of this movement that we're a part of. Uh, a great story. And I just love it. You know, in the, in the uh, Bunjalong and the Githabal communities in southern Queensland and uh, just over the border, very close to us, um, are communities that were filled with the Holy Spirit and it changed their lives. And people have come around the world to study these communities because they are filled with the Spirit communities and it's changed their lives for good. Great stories. You know, the, the thing about this uh, uh, story is it also reminds us that we enter into the last days and God's Spirit reminds us that the age we're living in will draw to a close. And uh, Jesus' followers, we are defined by the spirit of the coming age. How exciting to think about this is that we are not defined by this age, which is often characterized by domination and diminishment of life and destruction. Um, we are not subject to, as it, were, as it says, the elemental spirits which we see in Revelation, you know, of, of war, those four horses. And we've often looked at what are they about? These forces of destruction, of war, of famine, of pestilence, of disease, you know, and death. And we've, we're seeing that. We're living in these times. Uh, but we are the, we are, as God's people, we have this amazing privilege by the Spirit to remain linked in with God's fire and God's great future that's ahead for us. Someone said the Spirit anchors the believer in God's promises in the middle of chaos and present brokenness and draws the believer into the certainty of God's future. Isn't that great? God doesn't leave us in what we had before and what we would be without God, but he he, he brings us into life and he does that in his great, wise and mysterious and amazing plan by giving us his spirit, pouring out his spirit. And as that Holy Spirit comes upon our lives, he gives us gifts. He gifts us individually. It says each one has received a gift. And so there are varieties of gifts, as it says in 1 Corinthians 12, the same spirit. There are varieties of service, but the same Lord. There are varieties of activities, but it's the same God who empowers them all in everyone. It says to each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. And so God is wanting to bless us with gifts by his Spirit. He just doesn't come to make us feel God, to give us boldness, but to actually give us gracing gifts uh, the word grace means gift. And so that we are empowered to serve one another, to work together and, uh, and to be dynamic in our witness to those around us, to compel others in the nations to salvation in Christ's kingdom. So uh, in conclusion, 
um, I'd just like to invite you this morning as we come together to Christ and to his spirit to receive the Holy Spirit anew to receive fire in your life, to speak in languages of men and of angels. If you're not speaking in tongues yet, then invite the Holy Spirit to come into your life. Believe God to receive this gift because it's a prayer language that will enable you to pray supernaturally because the nature of this life is a supernormal life. It's not a natural life, this Christian life. And God is wanting to move us in realms, in dimensions uh, that are beyond the natural because God is spirit. And that's the way he calls us as his body to speak in languages of men, of angels, to heal the sick, to deliver those that are broken, uh, to unlock people's torment. He's called us to prophesy God's good message, God's gospel. God's good message through Christ into people's life and to exercise faith in, the, in impossible circumstances. These are gifts that God's graced us to live this life, to be filled with, with love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and gentleness and self-control, faithfulness. God is in this season wanting us to be filled with him and, and desire more of his spirit, just like Francis of Assisi, who um, was filled with the Spirit of God and uh, he had so many uh, young people around him, including a, a young lady called Claire. And there was a male movement, the Franciscans and the poor Claires. And, uh, and they were serving God. They were healing and moving in the power of God. And uh, Claire wanted to have a, a get together with Francis because the, the guys and the girls were actually quite separate. And so they had a, eventually they had an organist meeting in a church in St. Mary's of the Angels, just out of Assisi in the forest. Now, the amazing thing was as they sat down on the church floor with just a table, they were just sharing a meal together. Uh, they were breaking bread and sharing the scripture. And as they were doing this, the uh, people of the local town saw a fire on the forest. So they came with their palings and, and they came with... Um, to put the fire out and to try and uh, stop this, uh, obviously, and the church being there. And as they came into the forest and saw the church, they could see flames coming off the church, an amazing scene. And, and as they came, they, they were able to enter into the church. And as they went into the, into the church, there was Francis and Claire and their friends. And they were in the middle of a Bible study, sharing the amazing, exquisite, wonders of Christ and, and his goodness and his salvation. And you know the amazing thing, that fire above them was a supernatural fire. It was the fire of the Spirit, just showing how much he appreciated this bunch of people uh, coming together to share love of Christ with one another. I trust that as today you share Christ that God will visit you in a similar way. Maybe there'll be fire coming off your roof today or in the park, wherever you're meeting this morning. God bless you.